It's about to go down. Burning your ears with another all-killer and no-filler episode of the best motorsports radio on the planet. It's the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. With your host, Jim Beaver. Sliding trophy trucks, jumping razors, and dropping the mic at events across the country. Amy Hood. What's up, guys? I'm a professional fun haver, dirt bike rider, and monster truck driver. With support from Polaris Razor, General Tire, Subaru, and Dirtfish. Hang on tight, strap in, and get ready to smoke some tires and lay some roost. Here's the man who carries a steering wheel in one hand and a mic in the other. Jim Beaver. morning and welcome to the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor and do we have a slam pack show for you today i gotta tell you it was uh, one hell of a whirlwind of a weekend um uh, like eight nine ten crazy different series all going on and uh i don't know my poor <laughs> good friend chris leone who uh does all the writing for the down and dirty radio show website man he was uh um, I got to tell you, his uh, his fingers got to be falling off here pretty soon because all the typing he did, punching out the content and the stories and the recaps. But uh, hopefully you guys have gone over to the Down and Dirty Radio Show and checked out all that amazing content that we've been dropping there, all written and uh, photos, just amazing stuff, talking about the weekends. Um, and then you get your audio content right here, and I got to tell you, it is no short Nothing short of amazing today on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. We've got, check this out, we got five drivers, five different series, all crammed into a two-hour show. Uh, kicking things off, we got uh, Tony Bredinger. She is the all-time winningest female USAC driver. She's also going ARCA racing here later this month. We got Sam Albert, my Dirtfish Rally teammate. Uh, he took a podium, uh, second, nas- or second overall national podium at ARA Rally this weekend. We got Greg Biffle, General Tire Ambassador, NASCAR legend. Kristen Matlock, who slayed the competition at the Baja 500. And then we've got Clay Milliken, Back-to-back winner in NHRA. All that coming at you today on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI. 
The 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry, it's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire. Hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for 15% discount. Since 1970, Casey Highlights has been designing and manufacturing performance lighting for off-road and motorsports, beginning with the legendary Daylighter up until today's revolutionary Flex, Pod, and Pro 6 lighting systems. Casey Highlights offers a full line of halogen, HID, and LED lighting solutions for your off-road vehicle. Looking for the best quality lighting? Looking for the brand champions choose? You're looking for KC Highlights. Find out more information at kchighlights.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Casey highlights. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And, uh, you know, like I said, going into uh, that little break after the intro, we got uh, one hell of a show lined up for you guys today. Um, guest list real quick. Once again, Clay Milliken, uh, back-to-back NHRA, uh, winner, top fuel, top fuel driver, um, you know, a razor aficionado, always fun having Clay on the line. Uh, we've also got Kristen Matlock. Uh, she took the overall UTV victory in an NA car at the Baja 500, beat all the NA cars, passed all the turbo cars and took the overall victory Man, what a hell of an effort by her. Um, Iron Woman style, did all 550 miles of it, or 535 miles. Kristen Matlock, she's online. Always fun catching up with her. My Dirtfish Rally teammate, Sam Albert, he is calling in. Uh, he's got back-to-back national podiums, won his class this weekend at STPR Rally. Uh, he's on the line. And then we've got uh, Greg Biffle, General Tire Ambassador. I did an interview with him at the General Tire 150, the ARCA race. Uh, he's on talking about uh, all things that he's up to. And then we've got Tony Bredinger, um, USAC racer. She's doing her, making her ARCA debut, all-time winningest female USAC driver. She's on the line as well coming up after this short segment. i got to tell you, it's, uh, it's a slam-packed show. It was crazy weekend, like eight motorsports events going on, something just absolutely bananas, to be honest with you. Um, 
I don't know. It was impossible to keep up with everything. I watched some of the Detroit doubleheader. Uh, watched the live streaming in Baja. Um, I don't know. We had Formula Drift going on, Pro Moto, IMSA, um, IndyCar, NHRA. It was just. How do you keep up with like eight major events? SST, um, just bananas. But uh, I got to tell you, probably the highlight of the entire weekend. Um, I don't know if you guys were watching the Detroit Grand Prix. But the pace car crashed. Literally, the freaking pace car crashed. It's slowly starting to trickle out on social media. But, dude, like, and it's a road course. It's not like it's, uh, you know, going around a a speedway, right, where you're going 150 miles. Well, not that the pace car ever goes that fast. But, literally, the guy, he's in, like, a $100,000 Corvette. I guess he's a GM executive or something. Um he uh, went around a corner, spun out, hit the wall, destroyed the Corvette pace car. They had to pause the race. Like, dude, um, I guess that General Motors needed some more TV time or something. But you don't want to be that dude, especially if you're a GM exec. Um, like, not that the guy's going to get fired over it, but, like, man, to be the dude that uh, – to be the dude that crashes a pace car. I mean, like, wow. Can you imagine that guy going back to the office? Can you imagine him going to General Motors and uh, (laughs) going back to the office? How much crap that guy got? I mean, absolute crap. Like, I would not want to be that dude. Like, you know, he took some vacation time over that. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to back to the office. I'm, I'm cashing in, like, my months worth of vacation, and uh, and we're, we're not going back to the office because I just don't want to face the music because, um, dude, like, that's <laughs> – you got to watch this video, Pace Car Crash. Uh, I don't even know what to say. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that happened. Um but before we get to uh, talking about Baja and everything else that's going on, uh, I want to make mention something uh, massive happened to me. Uh, actually, it happened about a month and a half ago. I haven't been able to talk about it. If you guys listened to Project Action this past week, you might have caught uh, a bit of it, me talking about it. Um, but I finally got clearance. Uh, you know, Cran, and it's happening here in uh, a week and a half, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, the first kickoff for Cranon, um, it's going to be a big one. Uh, you know, it's the new Lucas Midwest Short Course League. Um, you know, Short Course is unified. We've talked about this on air. Massive news. Well, I have some even bigger news for you. At least you're a listener to this show and a supporter of mine. I am the new uh, color commentator uh, for television for the Lucas uh, Midwest Short Course League. So big thank you to Lucas Oil. Um, for uh, for inviting me and and signing me to uh, be the new color commentator, very humbling. I'm going to be working alongside Rob Klepper, who is your uh, who is going to be the pit reporter, and then we've got my good friend Tess Sewell. You know him from X Games. He did uh, some GRC stuff for uh, for quite some time. I mean, he does. Uh, uh, what Red Bull um, signature series stuff? I mean, he he commentates on Red Bull TV. Just a uh, a TV personality who's been around for a long, long time, and uh, you probably know him best from X Games. But uh, uh, Tessul, he's going to be the host commentator. I'm going to be the color guy, and uh, very, very much looking forward to uh, to commentating this new series. That's that's going to be tremendous. Uh, we're not going to talk about it too much today, uh, the series, because next week uh, is a lead into the event. Uh, 
um, at Crandon. We're definitely going to dedicate a huge chunk of the show to it. Uh, we're going to have a, a bunch of uh, bunch of the drivers on air. I'm thinking Keegan Kincaid, Crandon local boy, who uh, just shreds it. So uh, definitely thinking we're going to have Keegan on the show. Um, we'll have to reach out to him. He doesn't know that. If you're listening, Keegan, yeah, you're going to be on air next week. Just saying. <laughs> but uh, big thank you to, uh, to Lucas for uh, thinking enough of me and uh, what we do here on radio that uh, uh, you hired me to be uh, the, the color commentator. Very, very excited about it. Excited to be able to go to uh, Cranon twice, Bark River, uh, ERX Motor Park. It's, uh, it's going to be one hell of a year for me. Uh, I hadn't been for additional event weekends. I was already going out to Bark River in one of the Cranons, but... Uh, throwing in a couple of extra events. Uh, going to be a good time. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. More details on airings and things like that. We will also be – so I'll be the TV host, the live stream commentator on Lucas TV on the app and on their website, and then also the live event MC. So if you're at the event, boom, you can, you know, you'll hear me. If you're watching on the app – or online, the live stream, boom, you'll hear me. If you watch on TV later on, boom, you'll hear me. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of me, so uh, just fair warning. But uh, love your feedback, and uh, let me know how I do. Uh, but we had uh, Baja this weekend. It was one hell of an event. Uh, obviously, we're going to have Kristen Matlock, one of the event winners. But i got to tell you, man, this trophy truck race went down to the wire. Rob Mack ended up taking, uh, taking the, the overall victory there. But I've never seen a race where, like, five or six guys all doing battle back and forth, back and forth uh, for that victory. Like, it was – I don't know. This Baja 500 was the 50th anniversary. It was a brutally tough course. But it's got to go down in the history books as one of the um, – I don't know. I got to say one of the closest Baja 500 battles. There might have been one that was a few seconds closer, but not with an entire group of drivers that all had the potential of taking a victory. Um, I mean, it literally, these guys were back and forth battling, um, you know, on time the, the entire event. It was really exciting to watch the live stream and, and watch the dots move, you know, and the tracking um, just to see, like, how these guys were battling, you know, and a flat tire could decide it. It, it was it, it was crazy how close. And, and not just the top group of five or six, but even there 15, 20, 30 minutes out, like there was so many drivers that had a chance, you know, in the days of just finishing a trophy truck race and getting, a, you know, on the podium or even a top 10, those days are long, long gone. Um, I, I don't think people, you know, appreciate how close desert racing has become. And it's, it's just remarkable, um, you know, the talent and the caliber um, of the drivers in trophy truck and, uh, you know, and, and how close these battles are. So um, looking forward to seeing this uh, air out on TV and see how they present it because it was uh, one hell of a, one hell of a race. Let me tell you, it was uh, definitely one hell of a race. So, um, yeah, so uh, that happened as well. You know, we had Baja going on, Formula D, um, you know, had uh, a triple podium um, by one uh, by one tire company. That doesn't happen very often. Um, you know, so Formula D was happening. Promoto happened. It was just, it was a crazy, crazy weekend. Um, big shout out once again to uh, Chris Leone over at the Down and Dirty Radio Show website who keeps punching out the uh, content there. If you guys haven't checked out all the written content we're producing, man, uh, we're not just a radio and audio uh, um, service anymore, man. We've, we're rolling out the uh, written content on the website. And, uh, you know, if you listen to the show, you're definitely going to like it. 
Um, one thing we don't cover for the most part is NASCAR, but uh, off-road rally drifting moto. Uh, we're going to do some snowcross this winter, uh, IndyCar, NHRA, a bit of IMSA, Stadium Super Trucks, short course, boom, it's all there. Uh, lots of Cranon content coming at you this next week. So if you haven't checked out the Downer Dirty Radio Show website, definitely go over there. It's downerdirtyshow.com and get in on all that content. Uh, you know, it's it's been fun producing it all. It's been uh, been a ton of fun producing it all, and uh, you know, and and watching Chris produce. I don't produce it all; he does. But uh, uh, it's been a fun one. So definitely go over there, check it out, um, and uh, drop us uh, drop us a note. Um, but uh, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we come back. Uh, we got uh, Tony Bredinger, uh, who is uh, going to be on the line talking ARCA, USAC, and uh, female race car drivers. So uh, all that and more coming at you today on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. 
Want the latest from Jim Beaver and Amy Hood? Follow at Jim Beaver 15 and at Amy Hood 71 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome our first guest to the line this week, Tony Bredinger. How's everything going, Tony? It's going good. Thank you so much for having me. Stoked to have you on air with us. Um, <laughs> man, first off, I know you are uh, busy. You raced this past weekend. Uh, I know you're pretty, I don't know, it seems like in sprint car world, you got to almost be racing every single weekend, right? Um. Yeah, I try to be in a car as much as possible, of course. Um, last weekend, I was actually racing a stock car, though. Um, so a little different than the open-wheel cars I'm used to, but I'm trying to get as much seat time in stock cars um, since my big ARCA races are coming up. Yeah, well, and let's talk about that. I was actually out at Charlotte Motor Speedway for the General Tire 150, uh, what, a week or so ago, and uh, got to interview a lot of the, the ARCA drivers. And, I mean, I've been familiar with ARCA for years, but, like, the talent pool that's in ARCA right now is is crazy. I mean, we're talking about, yeah. you know, a lot of drivers who in the next, you know, three, four years, we're going to see them, you know, at the top level of NASCAR. I mean, how did that all get put together? I mean, ARCA, obviously, you know, USAC, we'll talk about that in a minute, but, uh, you know, ARCA is definitely a step in the direction to uh, you know a full-time career in NASCAR how did that all get put together and you're with a pretty high profile team in ARCA yes I will be driving for Ventrini Motorsports I'm very excited they're an amazing team they've been doing really well this year too and I have really amazing teammates that I can kind of lean on a little bit and learn from Um, so I'm definitely excited to be driving for them and yeah so I chose to take a step um, in doing the ARCA series um, to make it to NASCAR that's my end goal um, so that's kind of why I decided to transition from the USAC cars that I've been driving to ARCA. Yeah, do you feel like as a driver, you know, it, I mean, I, I grew up going to USAC races and Silver Crown races and, you know, and, and midget races and things like that. But do you feel like as a driver, you almost have to be in like a full-bodied car to start kind of getting noticed by sponsors and things like that? I mean, obviously you've had some pretty decent backing, you know, with your USAC career, but you know, do you feel like, you know, there, there's just something about being in a full-bodied car that, you know, all of a sudden sponsors are like, oh, this is, you know, we can get behind this, whereas it's like it's a harder sell with a sprint car. Um, I mean, I feel like everybody just knows what NASCAR is a lot more than if you say USAC. So if you say, oh, like this ARCA series, the feeder series into NASCAR, then they're like, okay, I know what you're talking about. But if you say, I raced like a sprint car or a midget. They're like, um, what are you talking about? So I feel like um, people tend to know it a little bit better, to a little more familiar. Um, and also, I think you get a little bit more TV time with the whole ARCA deal also, which obviously helps. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, ARCA's got a great TV package. So I know, what was it, last year you made your first appearance in uh, in a late model? Uh, I mean, your first transition into a stock car. I mean, how you know, how, how did that go? What, what are the differences? What's the biggest difference from driving, uh, you know, say, uh, you know, a car in USAC versus, you know, a late model or, or an ARCA car? Um, I mean, there's so many differences, honestly. I think the biggest difference is you're not sitting in the center of the car. You're sitting to the left side of the car. And you have a whole bunch of cars to your right. Um, so I think figuring out the spacing for me is, like, the biggest thing. You kind of have to learn where to put the car. When I first got into driving the late model, like, I thought I was placing the car somewhere. And then it's like, hey, you need to move over, like, a foot yeah. and stuff like that. So I think just getting used to, like, having all that body around you is um, really big. Um, I think that's really, like, the biggest difference is just the car is so much bigger and heavier. Um, so, Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and I got to ask, I mean, how, how did you, you know what I mean, go down the career path for, for auto racing? I mean, obviously uh, your family races, we'll talk about your sister here in a second, but I mean, it was just a family <laughs> thing. You grew up around the track and it was just like, oh, this is what I do, right? Um, so yeah, my dad got me and my sister a go-kart when we were nine years old. Um, we started racing at Sonoma Raceway. That was our closest track to us. Um, so yeah, we did that, um, kind of started off small and then we started traveling like nationally to like bigger races and we did go-karting for about seven years. So I did go-karting for a while. And then after that, my dad kind of said, Hey, Jenna started racing midgets on an oval. And I was a little skeptical at first because I had no idea what a midget was or I had never even seen a race on an oval track before. Um, but yeah, I made that transition and I'm glad I did and kind of here now. Yeah. Is that something too? I mean, you grew up, you know, in go-karts, right? And then you moved to, to ovals. I mean, obviously you did a lot of road racing and, and karting. I mean, is that something you'd love to go back to at some point? Not necessarily karting, but actual road racing. I mean, uh, you know, the doors are wide open, you know, to, to IMSA, which is involved with NASCAR. I mean, there's so many tie-ins there. I mean, is that something the right doors opened? You'd love to go back to, you know, that direction too? Uh, I mean, road racing is really fun. I've tested a formula car type of deal on a bigger road course before and that was a lot of fun um but i think i'm definitely more passionate towards the stock cars on ovals obviously nascar has a few road course road courses in the schedule too so i think those races would definitely be fun to do i haven't tried a stock car on a road course before um so i think that would be a really cool experience um but i definitely feel more passionate about the oval racing and the stock cars yeah so I, I got to ask, I mean, you, you uh, obviously you have a twin sister, Annie. You, how, how does that yeah. work? I mean, that, that's both of you race. <laughs> um, you know, I, obviously you guys are, are super close to each other. I know, uh, you know, at this point she's kind of gone the college route where you're kind of concentrating on, you know, actually driving, you know, race cars full time. But, you know, I, how is that racing with your sister? I mean, is that where you've got like, you know, your best friend, you can pick their brain, but then at the same time you guys are racing against each other, right? I mean, how, how does that, how does that all work? I mean, we've been racing with each other for so long. It's kind of like a thing that we got used to. Like, we never really thought, like, I don't know, like, it doesn't seem like a big deal to me or, like, who I'm racing against my sister because we've been racing against each other for, like, nine years now. Um, but, yeah, she's always been, you know, my teammate. So we've always leaned each on each other for, you know, helping each other out. Um, and I, I know her driving so well, we'll kind of like work with each other on the track a little bit. So it's definitely cool to be racing with someone, um, for that long and, you know, my sister. So it's really awesome. I don't get a race with her as much anymore now that she's in college and I kind of moved on to stock cars. Um, but definitely, hopefully we get a race with each other again this year. Well, and I know you, uh, you've got the title of the all-time winningest female USAC driver. And, uh, you know, I look at your age and I'm like, yeah. wow, like that's, that's amazing. I mean, and I look at some of the amazing female talent that's gone through USAC over the years. I mean, you know, how, how's it feel to have that, you know what I mean, that, that title? Because, like I said, there, there's been some amazing female talent that's raced in USAC, you know. I mean, that, that's, that's a pretty big statement there. Yes, there's so many amazing female racers and a lot of amazing female races have gone through USAC, so it's definitely a really rewarding title to have. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a cool thing to have. Um, but now that I kind of, like, raced my way and, like, was pretty successful with the midgets, I want to start being successful in the Silver Crown cars as well. It's a really big step for me. Um, so I'm focusing more on trying to improve my driving in the Silver Crown car. I'm probably not going to do too much midget racing this year. Yeah, well, and, and what's, you know, obviously, is a you know, the car is bigger. There's a lot more horsepower there. I mean, as a driver, like, 
how do you adapt going from a midget to a silver crown car? I mean, what, what's the biggest change? You know, is it, you know, being able to control a car with all that horsepower? I mean, what, what's the biggest transition for you going from midgets to a silver crown car? Um, I mean, the horsepower is major. You can't just like step on the gas, like however fast you want, when you want. And you have to be a lot more methodical with it. Um, and the competition there is insane. There's really amazing veteran drivers. Um, I think I'm the youngest driver that has been racing in the series this year. Um, so I have a lot to learn from these older and more veteran drivers. Um, so doing the silver car races, like I'm learning so much. The cars are way more difficult to drive in the midgets than I'm used to. But um, it's a really, really great learning experience. Yeah. So uh, what next for you, you've got, uh, I think, June 15th, right? Your ARCA debut. I mean, uh, yeah. how, how are you preparing for that? I mean, that's uh, it's a couple of weeks away. It's got to be exciting. I mean, uh, you know, like you said, they've got a great TV package there with ARCA. I know I was just out at Charlotte and, uh, you know, it's just an amazing field of drivers. I mean, how are you preparing for that that first step into ARCA? Yes, I'm very excited to be racing at Madison pretty soon here. Um, I'm going to be going to Michigan, the next ARCA race with my team. I'm going to be listening on the radio and trying to like learn as much as possible. And um, I went to the, with the team to Toledo also, and I learned a bunch there. So I'm excited to go to Michigan and learn even more and kind of prepare myself for when it's my turn to hit the track. I'm also going to, you know, be getting advice from my teammates. Um, And yeah, just trying to learn, get advice from my teammates, my crew chief, everything like that, and try to prepare myself. Yeah, well, and what's the schedule look like for you this year at ARCA? I know there's uh, there's a few drivers writing kind of some abbreviated schedules in ARCA and things like that, but what's uh, what's your schedule look like in, in ARCA? Um, so as of right now, I will be doing three ARCA races, three weekends in a row. Um, so June's going to be a big month for me. Madison's my first race. The weekend after that, I'll be racing at Gateway, and the weekend after that, I will be racing at Chicago. Um, so those are the three races that I have set right now. Yeah, and is this something uh, where it's kind of like a proof of concept here? Like, let's jump in there, let's see how it goes, and then uh, you know we'll see how we do in these three races, and then you know we'll we'll look at next year and budget and things like that, and see you know see if we can maybe possibly run full time. Exactly, I would love to run full time next year. Um, that's definitely my goal right now. Um, but it'd be really great to go into these three races and do well enough to make, you know, a good impression um, and come back next year, hopefully doing a full season. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to call in, Tony. we got to go do a commercial break, but uh, much appreciated. Uh, you know, we'll definitely have to catch up soon. I know uh, I may yeah. actually be flying to one of the ARCA races in June. Uh, just uh, This is just something totally unrelated, but I may see you out there. So uh, it gives me a little awesome, more incentive awesome. to come out there. So hopefully uh, hopefully we can make it out there. But uh, good luck this, uh, you know, this June in, uh, you know, in the ARCA series. We'll definitely, uh, I don't know, hopefully uh, we can get you back on after those events and kind of kind of talk about the experience. Yes, thank you so much for having me. All right, thanks a lot, Tony. All right, and that was Tony Bredinger. Jeez, uh, uh, just a, a young gun. This is one you watch for the next – she's 18, right? Next five years, I mean, this girl is uh, going to be making waves. She's going to be making her ARCA debut uh, on those general tire grabbers uh, here uh, later on this month. But uh, stoked to be able to catch up with her. We're going to take a short commercial break. We come back, Sam Albert on the line on the Downer Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. 
I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris. Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Come to the island and rip it up this summer. Wakeboard Island. It's a skate park on water at Blue Water Resort and Casino. Check out the two-tower cable system that pulls you and your board over the water. No boats to watch out for. No fumes. Wakeboard Island is open to all skill levels with an open center section for beginners. And for trick riders, a double side kicker in a 60-foot flat box. Wakeboard Island. The best ride this side of the Rockies. Adjacent to the River's Edge Cantina at Blue Water Resort and Casino. On the Colorado River in Parker, Arizona. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine, rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry, it's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my Dirtfish Rally teammate, Sam Albert, to the line. How is everything going, my man? Great, Jim. Things are going really, really well. Well, I obviously, man, national podium, uh, first in class, right behind David Higgins. I, I would say that's a pretty solid weekend, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, it's going better than expected. You know, being on the the national podium wasn't our goal from the outset, and then to end up on there for uh, two races in a row is pretty dang awesome. Yeah, well, and I got to tell you, like. I mean, I, you and Michelle are, are good friends of mine. Like, I, I'm, I'm all about you guys this year. And 
I, I got to say, leaving Oregon, like you had to have a little bit of your, – your sales had to been a little bit deflated, right? I mean, that was, that was just a total bummer for everybody. And, like, going into Washington, I mean, I, I was stoked you guys were actually at Washington. I thought, heck, man, they're going to miss a rally or two just with, with some of the issues that happened there at Oregon. Yeah, you know, we wanted to hit the ground running when we got to Oregon and then to have it just all, you know, fall apart uh, in the beginning was, was definitely a tough blow. And as you know, you saw it was a it was a tall repair bill to uh, to take care of in a short amount of time. So it was, the shop did an incredible job getting everything back together in time for for Olympus. And we got a quick little test in, got a little more comfortable with the car. And, you know, we it's consistent driving that gets you to the podium a lot of times. And that's what we're seeing right now with these last two events. Yeah. Well, and, you know, when I was calling the, the races for two years, consistency is a key and I, I think that's you know you look at Higgins and everybody goes oh look at David you know he's just so much better than everybody else but I don't want to know that you know obviously he's a he's a hell of a driver but he's so smart and he knows when to take chances and when just to just to lay up you know what I mean and uh, and back off a bit and I think you know that that's how the consistency comes in and I think a lot of guys approach rallies and it's like 110 percent right you know right from the get-go and um, I think you got you and Michelle are playing it really smart you know and it's like you guys know when to push and you know when hey we don't we don't really need to drive 100 percent right now let's back off just a hair and uh, you know and I think that's how this consistency is coming in oh yeah absolutely you know that's something that we teach our students too you can't be driving a rally at 100 110 percent the entire time you're gonna make a mistake and sometimes that mistake you can get away with and you know some of the faster people who who push at that point you know sometimes they make it and they they get a great finish but a lot of times that's going to end to an off or breaking something and that could end your rally so yeah you know michelle and i we talk a lot about strategy every event and even after every stage you know the area rally app has you know pretty up to the minute stage times so we take a look at those like well what do we need to do do we need to answer back do we hold it you know steady right now what what's their game plan so yeah everything that we do is is very calculated to make sure that we get the best result that we possibly can without taking undue risk yeah well let's talk about stpr real quick because uh this is i think this is one of everybody's favorite rallies on the calendar for some reason like i just love the area you know in, in downtown wellsboro and like it's just a rad atmosphere and then you know you cap it off with the super special where you going like head to head at the uh at the local fairgrounds i think and like it's just a rad event but um i didn't realize like i i forgot how rugged some of those stages were like you, there was a picture of you guys and dude it looked like the baja 500 that was going on the same time like, i'm like holy crap that is rough dude, i forgot about that totally totally the uh the friday night or friday afternoon stages um it, it was pretty rough. There was a good, like, 200-meter-long section that I thought I was, you know, in a, a total whoops, you know, piece of road where we were just going full compression on the rear end and casing it into the next whoop and just sent the rear of the car in the air. We're dragging the front bumper on the ground. I'm like, oh, no, we're going to go over. But luckily we pulled it out. But, yeah, uh, it was pretty rough Friday afternoon, Friday night, and then uh, it smoothed out once we went got into the, the Saturday stages. But yeah, you have to, uh, to play it smart that first day, and that definitely caught us out in the beginning. Yeah, well, that's what I think is really rad about stage rally in the U.S. Like, you get such vast different 
um, terrain. I mean, obviously, you know, we talk about STPR, but, you know, even like Oregon Trail, like, dude, that, that race, the three events, I mean, you're racing it, you know, at the, you know, at the racetrack there on tarmac. And then you go and it's like high speed stuff and then you go into technical stuff and then there's like a hill climb mixed in. Like just that rally alone is so diverse, but like every rally on the calendar, dude, it brings something different at you, you know? Yeah. And you know, a lot of people ask me what my favorite rally is, but it's, it's really hard to say because everything is so different. Like, you know, everything is new. It's a new challenge. You got to, you know, pick your battles and decide what you want to focus on, what you want to just kind of, you know, drive around or, you know, figure out what it is that you can really push, you know, to find a little bit of extra time. So yeah, every rally is, is uniquely different. And it's, you know, it's one of my favorite parts about rally too. Everything is, is something new that you've got to, to work through. Yeah. Well, how's it been with you? Like, obviously you and Michelle are friends that, you know, from Dirtfish and things like that, but I got to ask you, cause she's one of the very unique co-drivers in this country that is actually a very proficient driver. You know, she's got national championships and, you know, autocross, and she can drive a rally car and things like that. How is it having a, a somebody like that in the co-driver seat who who knows what it takes to be a driver but yet is also a, a very proficient co-driver? You know, she's like a, you know, that girl, she's like the total package being over there in that right-hand seat. How is that for you having her there and, and being able to pick her brain because she knows what it's like to be behind, be behind the wheel as well? Yeah, you know, Jim, you're totally right. It's it's a total asset having Michelle in the right seat because of those very uh, reasons that you mentioned. Um, you know, when I'm having a problem or I'm struggling with the car or I feel that the car is doing something, I can just, you know, turn to Michelle. I'm like, do you feel that? Is that something wrong? Or, Hey, what, how do you feel about my braking coming into these corners? Should I do something different? Like we get to bounce ideas off each other. And, you know, it, in the end, it makes both of us better at what we do, you know, both as, you know, racers and as instructors. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that being said, I mean, what's, what's up for, for the rest of this year? I know you guys signed on for the entire ARA calendar, correct? So, uh, you know, you guys, uh, just going to keep chipping away at the events. I know you're on the East coast right now. How's you get, when, when's the venture back West or are you keeping everything there on the East coast? Yeah. So, uh, after SCPR, we, you know, we packed up at one thirty in the morning and, uh, the truck headed down to boxer fest out at FedEx field. So we did that all day Sunday and then, packed it all back up again and then left Sunday night and drove up to Vermont sports car where we're at right now doing some reprep. So doing that for the next couple of days, I'll be flying home uh, tomorrow afternoon. Got to get some parts ordered and stuff like that. And then flying back out uh, here to uh, finish up reprep before new England forest rally. Yeah. New England. That's, that's one of my favorite ones. I, I just, from a spectator standpoint, that's just a rad event. Um, you know, it's, it's always always fun. I mean, a lot of these rallies. I mean, have you been to them before? Do you know the stages? I mean, is this your first time at a lot of these events? You know, running them. I mean, uh, you know how you know how are you going into a lot of these rounds? Yeah, so that's a little bit of a challenge for me. Um, yeah, I, I grew up rallying on the East Coast, so I have been to SCP, uh, SCPR and New England Forest Rally before, but just once each. And a lot of the the video and stuff I have from back then is just doesn't really reflect how I drive now. So it's not a hundred percent useful. Um, but yeah, really the only one on the calendar that I haven't been to before was Oregon trail. Oddly enough, since I've been living on the West coast for four years, but I was always gone or on deployment during, uh, during that race. So I, I always missed it until this year. And then the new one at the end of the year tour de forest, uh, you know, I don't think anybody has no. been to it unless they've been in rally for a really, really long time. Yeah. 
So, uh, you know, one of the things that, that I don't think people realize, and I run my own race program, and it, it's in the desert, but, like, you going into this year, like, I don't think people realize, like, you know, the commitment level that it takes to run, especially something like ARA, like, for the full season and, and East Coast, West Coast, back and forth, plane flights, prep, you know, using Vermont, using Dirtfish, like – I don't think people realize the commitment level it takes. I mean, and I think you realized it, but did, did you, I mean, it is, I got a feeling you're going to tell me it's like, it, it's 10 times crazier than you thought it was going to be. You're, you're a hundred percent correct. Uh, you know, I thought I had a pretty busy job when I was in the army going on deployments every few weeks and just, you know, on a plane, it, just, it felt like, you know, every other week, but I'm doing the same thing. And then some now, uh, it's, it's really lucky that I have, you know, the, the instructor gig at Dirtfish because it affords me the flexibility to do what I want. Yeah. But Jim, I'll tell you, like, <laughs> I don't know where my free time went because I feel like I don't have it anymore. <laughs> you you probably oh man that's funny you compare it to the military because i'm going like man that, that that's saying something because i have all the respect in the world for people in the military but for you because you've done both to be like hey this is like crazier than being in the military dude that you're like the only person that can make that analogy but it, it's so crazy to hear you actually say that yeah, it, it's totally nuts. I absolutely love it, though. Like, every minute of this has been an adventure and a journey, getting to meet awesome, you know, cool people that are incredibly knowledgeable at what they do and, and getting to learn from them and, you know, speak to them. And there's there's some legends in the sport that I've been able to meet this year uh, because, you know, I'm putting all this effort into it, and they, they recognize it, and they want to, you know, share their knowledge and experience, too. So that's a, another really, really cool aspect to you know, committing to something as big as this. Yeah. Well, and it's got to be pretty humbling. I mean, uh, you know, and I, I've been around you enough, you know, at Dirtfish and things like that. Like, I know you're a hell of a driver, but like to me, just to be standing on a podium right next to David Higgins and Craig Drew, like that's, dude, that's, you know, that's got to be pretty humbling for you. Like, wow. Like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, you know, what am I doing up here? Is, <laughs> is this the right spot for me? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But, you know, it's it's really cool to, to be up there. You know, it, it's not always necessarily just about how fast I've been driving, but just that consistency and, and not suffering some unfortunate consequences that other people have. So, uh, but yeah, like you said, it, it's incredibly humbling. And, you know, being next to, to Patrick Sandell at Olympus and David at, uh, at FTPR. It's just like, wow, like this is, this is the real deal. Yeah. Well, and, and that being said, I mean, obviously you've got a day job, which, uh, I don't want to call it a day job, but, uh, dirt fish, you know, you're an instructor there. I mean, uh, you still being, I, you know, and obviously if any, if any business is going to, uh, understand, you know, you rallying, it's dirt fish, but at some point you've also got to make a paycheck, right? So you've got to, you got to be instructing. So you're mixing that back in. So you're flying there and what are you going to work like during June for the most part? And then, uh, and then, you know, back to, uh, back to the East coast for new England forest rally. Yep. That's uh that's the plan. So I'm kind of doing the initial assessment and the, the easy bits of reprep right now, uh, seeing what parts we need to order. So get that all done. Uh, when I fly back, go straight into instructing as you know i land at 7 p.m and wake up at 6 a.m to go instruct and i'll be doing that for the the rest of the month and then yeah right before uh new england you know start chipping away at the remaining bits of reprep and get ready for our next event yeah. but yeah you're right it's uh it's tough you know because i do need to get that paycheck but luckily uh subaru has that awesome contingency program uh for all the newer cars so that 
that really helps a ton and makes uh, rallying a little bit more sustainable. Uh, you know, when we're racing at a little bit lower class, you know, not being in the open cars, but that the limited four wheel drive classes is, you know, well supported by Subaru. So, you know, I can't thank them enough because they're, they're the ones that are really making it, you know, possible. Yeah. Well, and I don't think that gets said enough because Subaru, you know, it's not like they've been really big at advertising, you know, this contingency program and things like that. But I, I just know the travel costs, you know what I mean? Just in fuel and hard costs of traveling back and forth across the country. And uh, it'd darn near be, you know, impossible without that money coming in. It's, you know, we're not talking to, you know, a hundred or $200. We're talking a substantial amount of money, you know, and I, I don't think that gets said yep. enough, and I'm glad you brought it up with, you know, what Subaru's done to give back to the sport of rally. You know, everybody sees Higgins and Atco and Sandell and Pastrana, you know, but and that's what they think of Subaru, but they don't realize what Subaru's actually doing, you know what I mean, for, for some of the regional guys and lower-class guys trying to run the, the national schedule. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're critical to our program. You know, without them, we probably wouldn't be doing a, a full national season. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate the time, Sam. Uh, you know, congrats on the podium, buddy. And uh, hopefully, uh, I guess hopefully we'll see you at Summerfest. I know I'm flying up there. I know you said, ah, oh, we'll see. You're trying to be there, but uh, totally understandable if you're at New England. But hopefully we're there at the same time and get to catch up, man. Yeah, for sure. That'd be rad. All right. And that was Sam Albert podium at uh, at the STPR rally part of the ARA calendar uh this past weekend right next to David Higgins won his class second overall big shout out to him and Dirtfish Rally School and Michelle Miller who we mentioned in that interview good friend of mine also an instructor at Dirtfish so uh we're going to take a short commercial break uh, and uh, we'll be back after this Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Back here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Just getting done catching up with Sam Albert. Also had uh, Tony Bredinger on before that. If you're just joining us, you definitely want to hit us up in the archives at uh, iTunes or at downanddirtyshow.com. Make sure and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, miss those interviews. You definitely want to catch them. Both good stuff. Uh, coming up, hour number two, we got Clay Milliken. We got Kristen Matlock. We got Greg Biffle. Um, got a Dirtfish Rally Report coming at you. Man, slam packed. Hour number two. Just like our number one was five guests, two hours. You know we like to pull out all the stops here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And you know what? It's so slam packed on this episode and on this show that we have a second show for you called Project Action on Podcast One with our partners over there at Podcast One. Uh, make sure and go to iTunes, subscribe to that. It's different guests. Sometimes it's extended cuts of the interviews you get here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Sometimes it's completely different. But uh, this next week, we've got uh, some stuff I did out there with Team General Tire Fisherman Pro Bass Guys when I was in Charlotte. And then the following week, we've got Brittany Palmer. That's right, UFC ring girl, professional artist, million-plus followers, pro model. You have seen her on every single UFC pay-per-view and, uh, you know, holding up the cards, right? Brittany Palmer, she is going to be my guest here in the next couple of weeks on Project Action as well. So uh, lots of amazing guests coming at you. Definitely check out that show. It is uh, available on iTunes, downanddirtyshow.com, and also at Podcast One. And uh, it's definitely a good supplement. A little bit different uh, type guests than we get on uh, the Down and Dirty Radio Show, but all good stuff. I think you guys are definitely going to uh, to enjoy those. So uh, make sure and catch those uh, over there on iTunes and uh, thanks to for the continued support of the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Uh, you know, couldn't do it without you guys. Uh, and, uh, you know, we took a little break, uh, about a week off, just to uh, regather. But if you listen nationally, we are going to be on air on Saturdays and Sundays on the Sports Byline Network. So make sure and check that out at sportsbyline.com uh, for all the local listings. And we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. <laughs> 